Welcome into Hoops Form, a production of Radius Athletics and a Quick Timeout podcast. I'm Tony Miller. I'm joined once again this week by my co-host Randy Sherman. Big thanks to our sponsors over at 323 Sports. Summer is here, which means it's time to think about summer sports camps. And your campers will love the 323 Sports Performance Camp t-shirts, which start at an incredibly low price of just $7.99. To find out more, visit 323sports.com or you can contact a sales rep at sales at 323sports.com. They'll be sure to do it right for your summer camp program. As the summer does get underway, an exercise that I've heard several coaches talk about, one that I've done here the last couple of summers and I'm starting to work through right now is going through parts of our coaching philosophy. And today kind of talking about the different parts of that philosophy and things that uh, probably are quickly brought to mind when you mention the word philosophy and maybe some things that aren't. But Randy, this is something that you work kind of through different parts of it with your ramp program. Am I correct? Yes, absolutely. I, I think this is a great beginning point for, for the coaches I work with when our, you know, right away, our first interaction, I like to dive into this. If they'll let me, sometimes I got to, mm-hmm. you know, they want to talk X's and O's and I got to kind of finesse them back to like, wait, let's zoom out first. And then, then we'll zoom in. But um, yeah, this is something I've been doing for years. Um, and we're going to look at, really some resources that that members have created, not necessarily that I have created. Um, so I think that's that's probably what coaches would be more interested in, like what their peers, not what I made, what 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 another person in their shoes created. Yeah, I, I love this. You know, I think both of us are at the position now where um, we do create things and people will come to us asking for things. But be honest with you, the best stuff that I have is stuff that other people have given to me and things oh, that yeah. I've collected over the, yeah, over the years. I'm pretty basic. Also, I'm, not, I'm not very yeah. good at some of this. I, I'm, I'm pretty basic. So yep. yeah, some yeah. of the stuff I make is is pretty bland compared to um, the, the coaches that I interact with. So that's great. That's, that's how I want it to be. Yeah. And, and as you're listening to this, this is another one of those where probably the visuals will, will be a little bit more helpful. So go yeah. back and, and watch if you have the opportunity to do that and we'll bring them up here on the screen, you'll see what Randy was just talking about with some of the details and some of the things that the coaches come up with and think about some of the things that I I wouldn't even think about, but um, you know, those little details I think are sometimes the separators between the the average programs and above average programs and the great programs Uh, this time of year. Also too, I just encourage coaches when you have more time, um, there are a lot of things that I think about during the course of the season. We're like, man, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And now that the summer hits, uh, sometimes I forget those things. So Randy and I are attempting to kind of bring those things back. So if you've yeah. listened to previous episodes, um, there's a couple things that we'll mention today and point you back to that have full episodes devoted to them. Mm-hmm. That I'm sure probably at the time there were coaches that were like, man, I, I should probably think about doing that. But now is the time for you to actually do something about it. So right. um, there are a couple of these things that probably will will look familiar. You talked about kind of the X's and O's and not getting that nitty gritty with things, but still kind of um, big picture X's and O's, probably things that most coaches would think about. Yeah, I need to address that. We'll start with the obvious like they did mm-hmm. and pointing more specifically to like the four phases of the game. Yeah. And for that, there's a form that you sent me that I would like for you as I bring it up here on the screen to kind of talk people through. Okay. Yeah. Let's take a look at it. So again, what we're looking at isn't something I made. It was more like a challenge that I threw out to, to uh, some of the members in my ramp um, group. 
to to sort of take the four phases of the game. And let me just really quickly say what those are. Transition offense, offense, transition defense, defense. At any one time in the game, you turn your television on, you, it pops up in the middle of the game. One team is in one of these phases, the other's in the other, and it just sort of flows in a cycle. So there's the quick synopsis of what that is. And so the challenge was to take those four phases. And so I put a constraint so you can't just like word vomit, right? I put a constraint down. Uh, there's four phases of the game, and I want you underneath each four phases, list your four sort of like bullet point things that you would say you are looking for, that if you were watching film of your team in one of these phases, like it would get four out of four. Like we we checked every one of those boxes. That's sort of a gold standard for what we want to see, what we're coaching, what we're teaching in that phase. So in total, in full, we get 16. So 16 bullet points, four times four, um, it, to sort of say, boil our teaching down. And, and again, the goal of this is one, to help the coach clear their thoughts and, and cut out the fluff and really get down on paper what they're teaching and what's important in each one of these four phases. But really the bigger goal, Tony, is I want my players to know this. Like, and, and, and by boiling it down and getting really succinct, succinct, like, like really um, uh, high level, but clear, you know, bring a lot of clarity, then we're more apt to be able to really get our players to understand that. Um, we have a very clear mission in each phase of the game. And again, this is not my work. This is the work of a coach who, who took that challenge, that assignment, four by four. Um, and, and this is what I got back from them. So you see what they're talking about, what you've got on the screen right now is the two defensive phases, the transition to defense and defense. So they've got four bullet points that create sort of like a rubric where they can look at their play, look at their team, look at their film and say, Hey, in this one transition defense possession, did we protect the rim and locate the ball? Did we slow the advance of the ball? Did we neutralize their attack and make them set it up? And did we communicate and match up? So if 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 all four of those criterion are met, then check. That was then that's what we're teaching, and it's carrying over to the court. I love this idea and I love the exercise because of what you mentioned with your players. Um, we hear frequently, if you were to ask your players what's the most important thing, what would they say? And this gives you a very easy way to get to that. Um, I, th I think sometimes we think, well, it's maybe the thing that I talk about most or um, or you're just hoping that they pick up on what the most important thing is. Yeah. But I'll go back to just this whole exercise in general. When I did this the first time, the process of actually writing everything down made me realize what I actually think is important, what I don't think is important, rather than this just a bunch of random thoughts kind of out there that um, – that sometimes maybe I talk about and sometimes I forget to talk about with my team. And yeah. this right here, this process, I, I heard um, Coach Doug Novak, who we both admire, and mm -hmm. sure. um, I'm sure the others have listened to. He's got the same kind of idea with his uh, – he does napkins. <laughs> and he'll from time to yeah. time uh, – I love to get – he'll I've just seen randomly, one of those graphics, yeah. Yeah, he, he posts some different places and stuff. But um, from time to time, I'll, I'll get just a, a random text message from Coach Novak, and it's just like a picture of a napkin that has that has like stuff written on it. And the, the practice of that is you can't you can't put a billion things on a napkin. 
And this is the no. same idea. You, you can't have, we're going to say that there's 25 things that matter. Well, we all know that then nothing matters at that point. Yeah. And so I, I think like, this is a great place for a coach to start with that simplicity of I'm going to make sure that I know what the most three or four most important things are. And that's going to allow me then to focus in on those four things and communicating those four things to my players so that they actually know what's important for our program as well. Right. And I would say some of the feedback I've gotten from coaches when they've, they've tried to tackle this and they've taken their legal pad out or however they do it on a computer, legal pad, napkin, whatever. Um, the, some of the struggles that I've heard is, is two, two things mainly is I'm having a hard time boiling defense down to four bullet points. I want to include 10 things and, so I'm like, okay, I I feel that. I I I definitely feel that. You know, what there's no mention here of rotations and closing out and all that. Like we've got to think higher level. So that's always a challenge. And and the second thing is I'll have I'll get a an email or a, a, a message or or even on a one-on-one with a coach, be like, well, I'm I'm I've got it in three phases. I'm good. I've got it in my four bullet, but I'm having struggling with this particular some teaching points and some in this one phase so maybe it's the one phase of the game that they really haven't um emphasized in the past or that they haven't really studied or haven't really landed somewhere philosophically yet and then i sort of helped them through that so those are the two pieces that if you are watching or listening and want to embark on this or maybe that you can i can anticipate some troubles for you already by Mm -hmm. by pointing out that like that can, but constraints are good for us, Tony. They they are good for us. Like saying no four, and no run on sentences. No, no like including four things in one of the bullet points. Like just like try to get it down, boil it down. That's good for us. It it creates clarity and it and it makes it memorable. And therefore, I can relay it to my players. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, there might there might be a phase that you're just a little cloudy with, and that's okay. Like, let's talk about it. Let's 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 research it. Let's ask some other coaches what they to help me land somewhere where I can start teaching that phase a little bit more. I won't say better, but clearer. And this is going to do what you preach all the time. It's going to make us edit and get rid of things that are really just the fluff and the extra, right? Yeah, because then what what do we have? Now we have a sixteen point document if you will that that um sort of drives our practice planning a quick timeout is presented by huddle the market leader in video-based analysis solutions for basketball teams around the world huddle continues to make advancements to their suites of performance analysis solutions tools you know like sports code are enhanced by their industry-leading tech like huddle focus an ai-powered smart camera that's built to integrate into sports code right out of the box captures and uploads videos automatically from any gym. Head over to huddle.com slash a quick timeout to get a peek at all they're bringing to the hardwood for every level of the game this season. All right. So assessing your four phases, kind of big picture where to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next step maybe um, is, is using something that we've actually talked a little bit about previously, and we have a whole episode devoted to it. And that is our, uh, performance checklist. Can you talk about this performance checklist and how it ties into what we just talked about? Can I, I want to, I want to offer something first before I do that. I would say the document we looked at last and this document, anyone watching or listening, just use the headings, the, the four headings. 
the bullet points or the checklist items on this document or the bullet points on the first one we looked at are unique to one coach. Like that's just one man's or one woman's opinion on what the, how they want their teams to play. So you may, my pickup point that I'm grading might be different than yours or how we're trying, you know, our transition offense sort of like teaching points may be different than yours. We have a different outcome or a different style of play. Just use the idea, not don't just copy the thoughts. I want to know what your thoughts are. We, you may be a zone guy. I'm a man guy. You may be uh, uh, walk it up and not have a high value on transition offense, or you may be Loyola break, Mary, you know, Loyola Marymount fast break type person. You know, it's, it's, I want you just to use the idea and, and get your individual thoughts on paper. What you're looking at now, checklist is a good word. I almost like the word worksheet better for this because what I would use it for would be, I'm going to have this near me when I'm looking at our performances on film. And I'm going to look at each um, scenario and and sort of like as a and use it like a worksheet, a checklist worksheet that that um, I can look at the film and say, yes, we did this, yes, we did this. So it's just a series of questions that are pretty close to either yes or no, like either it happened or it didn't, and and um, and I'm evaluating our. I'm measuring our performance based on, you know, an extension of the first document turned into a worksheet on this document that maybe gets a little deeper into the how, into the technical. So like, for example, um, if you, can you blow that up? Like, like zoom in a little tighter to where maybe we can look at, at one. Uh, yeah, there you go. Perfect. So like I'm watching film and the, our opponent just made a basket. So this is transition offense after a made. So immediately, I know what we teach. I know what we're looking for based on the, the, the four by four assignment we just looked at. Now I've got a worksheet that maybe gets us into the how a little bit more. Did, did we get the ball right out of the net and the guy we want inbounding it or the girl we want inbounding it, did that happen? How quickly? Did, so um, I've, got, I've got sort of like a little bit more of a detailed document to companion with the first document to sort of like, almost like a grading mechanism. Does that make sense? So like, this is how I would say yes or no. Did, did the player we want to inbound the ball inbound? So if in all in practice, we're talking about, um, you know, the nearest man to the ball inbounds it. Well, did that happen? Or did the nearest man to the ball run off or did, or maybe you're a team that specifies like our four and Tony is in the game at number at our four position right now. So he should be inbounding the ball. Did that happen? So it's a way to actually measure is what we're teaching, making it to game. Night. I'm going to draw my marketing, my, my marketing course that I teach. And we talk a lot about goals and objectives. The last sheet would be more of like your goals. These are general. This is what we're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Your objectives follow that. We use that smart uh, uh, acronym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, are yeah. they specific? Are they measurable? Is there time? And you'll see a lot of these elements in each of these check checklists like did we do this in four seconds did we did we get yes. this many number of and so this is that are we actually achieving our objectives and if we are then our our goals will be then met so this and is then, the this is the thing that you can actually hold them accountable to 
And then what you can do is take it a step further as a coach and say, okay, let's say I'm looking at possessions and after I get some sample size and what do I have? Like one, two, three, four, five things there. And I'm able to say, yes, 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 yes. Five, all five of them. We got them all. And then I can look at that possession and say, okay, when we get five out of five, we score this percentage time or our points per possession when it's five out of five on our rubric is 1.11. When we get three out of five, it's 0.86. So look, guys, like this is important. You know, like I can start to connect outcomes with objectives and, and measure it how I'd like to. Or I can disprove myself. Right. If I I can disprove myself like oh, we we did, you know, if it, maybe this isn't important. Just because we can measure it doesn't mean it's important. This is the practical application of the analytics. Um, if, if you're wondering kind of where to start or how to implement them, rather than just having these random numbers that you think are tied to something that you're trying to achieve, um, this is a checklist or a worksheet that you can, once you've created whatever your objectives are, um, are we meeting those? And then are these numbers actually telling the story that I want them to be telling? Um, are we applying away? And this is the, the, I'll bring it full circle here because you started with make your own according to what mm -hmm. you want. Yes. Um, if coaches want, you can, we have this document available to you. And the first time that we talked about this, because there's an entire episode that we'll link down in the description where Randy and I went through this pretty specifically and talked about it for about 25 or 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, we won't go back and talk about all those things right now, but after that episode was over with, I actually took the document and created my own. So okay. if you want, Good. you can get one of each and see, and there's overlapping and some of the things that were on Randy's sheets, I kept other things I adjusted for, for my team. And for like he said, for my program. And so yeah. you can have those two sheets side by side and kind of use those as a guy. Okay. Or, and this is what ours wants to look like. And so um, can modify it. But then it's, we did talk about this on the previous show. This is the thing that you can not just, say to your kids, we didn't achieve this. You can hand this to them during a film session. And we did it. Randy suggested this before mm -hmm. they filled it out and, okay. and they were able to see, okay, are we actually doing the things that we've been talking about? And um, it's, it's just another way to tie everything together and, and emphasize to them and to each other. Like this is the stuff that matters and, and this is what we're going to do. And are we doing it? And that kind of thing. Yeah. That's good. That's I mean, good. we all want what what is what do we want as coaches? Clarity. We want we want clarity. And and both of these documents are just that's all that's all we're trying to do is create some clarity. Because with clarity comes speed. Mm -hmm. It's not not just speed of in, in the terms of sort of like playing fast or something like that. I'm saying speed, I mean speed of recall, like how like if I've been clear philosophically and I've related that in a clear manner to my players, then I can expect that we're going with time and repetition is going to get speedy recall, like immediate. Well, our players know in this situation, this is our objective and they execute it. So the, that's all we want. Clarity gives birth to speed, man. And that's, and, and it doesn't necessarily mean playing fast. I mean, speed of recollection, speed of execution and, Oh, coach, I forgot, or oh, I didn't know, or not. No, we're trying to reduce all that and get it to 
this is we we transition to a phase and we know bang 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 four points this is what we want and that's executed quickly and consistently yeah all right so that's the basketball related but um, just knowing our audience and kind of what we built here over time there are coaches the coaches that are listening to this want more than just good basketball players and they're trying to develop more than just good basketball players and so while we immediately yeah. a lot of times think about the on court i know that a lot of you you're valuing the other things um things like yes. mentorship um things like building building culture team building um team chemistry whatever you call it in whatever way you're describing it there's more than just the basketball and for that randy you just sent me something this morning that i'll go ahead and pull up and you can okay. talk about it and how you got it and that kind of thing yeah, again, this is not my creation. This is this is something that one of the coaches I work with sent me, who again is wanting to create clarity for the off the court culture uh, piece, which is super important, if not more important than the on the court culture piece. So um, he, you know, the way he tackled this assignment was was four words that he turned into an acronym: relationships, enthusiasm, authenticity, and leadership. Um, and and so it's sort of following the same outline of four domains, right? Like so, and 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 um, you know, really trying to put um, who, what, when, where, and why for their defining their, their cultural standards for, um, for their program with the same clarity and something that, that I, I just reviewed this with this coach and, and something he, he talked about was being real, using that acronym and saying, this is what we want to be. We want to be real. And, and, um, and what does that mean? And this is where he defines what that means. That we're loyal, patient, humble, appreciative. And if if we show if we show the antithesis of some of those behaviors, we're not being real in our relational skills and our performance skills. So this is just another effort to take the same approach to creating clarity on the court to creating it for the behaviors and culture piece. I love this because it goes beyond putting an acronym or saying on a T-shirt and then kind of talking about it. I mean, this is a form that I'm sure he, he hands out to his players or posts somewhere Reviews that actually shows him, yeah. this This is what we're actually doing and this is how we're going to achieve it. And uh, again, I just think there's something to not just writing it down, but to have something in, writ in a written form, written document that you can go back on or to just – provide clarity if somebody doesn't know about your program or even, you know, at our level, at the college level, handing them something when they come like this is a this is what we are and um, this is who we are just to educate them. So a, a lot of a lot of ways that you can use it. But I, again, I do think it's something that's important, just the process of, of going through. And you can tell from this document, if you can see it, you can tell there was a lot of thought and effort that went into just preparing this. Yeah, one thing that the coach that shared this with me said, too, that he noticed that in his first year, it was more like, okay, players, this is your behavior guidelines. 
but he noticed that in himself and in his coaching staff in the coaches that maybe worked on his JV or ninth grade or helped him as an assistant varsity coach. Um, when they weren't really doing a great job coaching, it was usually because they weren't upholding one of those things. They weren't being patient. They weren't being uh, appreciative. The coach behavior <laughs> and his own behavior was also um, falling short of this ideal that he created this in this document. So it's something too, that we all buy into. We should, you know, as players and coaches. Yeah. I love this. Love this. All right. Uh, before we wrap up, anything else come to mind as things maybe they should consider here in the off season? Well, I think the off season is a time to, to uh, do, do your research um, if there's some changes you're going to make, you know, this is, this is when to sort of dive into the, in, into the research investigation of, of options and, and, uh, you know, learning a learning period. So that's good too, but it's also a time of year where maybe it's a good time to take a break, you know, just say, um, I'm going to take a little hiatus from all of that for a month, two months a week, whatever you think you need to sort of, um, I guess, you know, we all, we, if our body was tired, we would give it rest, right? If, if our body was sore and in pain, we would, we would take a moment to take, take a day off. I'm not going to go running tomorrow. My knees and hips hurt from running on concrete for five straight days or something like that. You would take a rest. You would, pay attention to that feedback and follow it. I would say the same thing for your, your mind should be applied. So I predict you would be a better coach if you took some time away, mm -hmm. just a little bit, however much you need. Same thing. I'm not going to take a month off of running because my hips and knees hurt just a couple days. My body will refresh and however, as long as needed. Um, yeah. So that's, that'd be, couple things i would advise one thing that i've done that i've enjoyed taking some time to talk to you some never take a break man quid line i do i do this week i'm on <laughs> vacation actually came off a of vacation just to talk to randy this morning um but the other thing that i did was um took some time and have been talking to some soccer coaches okay uh so maybe talking to a coach of another sport and just kind of giving getting their perspective on things like practice planning and yeah things, game prep and um you know, practice drills and small sided games and, and those kinds of things. So um, yeah. that's been that's been a, a you know different perspective. Uh, but uh, you'll probably be a little surprised the the amount of overlap between what they're doing and what you're doing. So maybe talking to another coach like that. Uh, yeah, it's a good so, idea. Yeah, that's one I thing. think conversations like that really make you zoom out to see the high level commonalities in sport. Yeah, and that that's always worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, one other thing that they can do is maybe dive into one topic and one topic that they could dive into this coming Tuesday, May 23rd. Am mm -hmm. I correct? May yep. 23rd is what, Randy? Well, two, three zone web clinic that we're going to do. Um, we're going to look at a little bit of film, some diagrams and, and talk about the ins and outs of, of playing two, three zone defense, whether you want to do that primarily like every possession or just sort of it be something that's that's a, a complimentary defense or something like that. I think this would be a good learning opportunity for you. 
We'll be sure to include links for that down in the description. You can sign up for that there or just follow along Randy and I on our Twitter accounts. We'll be sure to post those several times here over the next few days so you can be a part of that. If you can't join it live, we'll have replays of that that are available, most likely going to be on CoachTube. We'll also post links for that afterwards as well. Thanks to all of you who joined us this week. If you missed any part of the live show, you can go back and watch or listen. To watch, just search Hoops Forum on YouTube. You'll find the full version there on Randy's YouTube account. If you're more inclined to listen, the audio version of the show is found on any podcast platform. Just search a quick timeout. For Randy Sherman, I'm Tony Miller. We'll talk to you again next time on Hoops Forum.